For several weeks, the possibility of a new Russian invasion of Ukraine has become increasingly concrete. Since last November, the Russian government has been massing thousands of soldiers near the border of eastern Ukraine, threatening to intervene if the West, or rather NATO, does not decide to give up keeping Ukraine under its influence, and therefore does not show with clarity of wanting to give up the process of enlargement to the East. In recent days, concerns about a possible Russian intervention have grown even more intense and there are reasons to believe that Vladimir Putin's regime is indeed considering a military operation of some kind. The first thing to bear in mind is that any Russian military operation in Ukraine would not be something new, nor particularly unexpected. Over the past 15 years, Putin's Russia has shown on several occasions that it is willing to use force to guarantee its influence in neighboring countries that were part of the Soviet Union. It happened for example in 2008 in Georgia, where Russia intervened by pushing back the Georgian troops who had invaded South Ossetia, and it happened in 2014 in Crimea, when men with covered faces were sent by Putin to take control of the Ukrainian peninsula, then annexed by a very controversial referendum. The second thing to consider is that Ukraine is particularly important to Russia, and has been for some time. Putin would like NATO, the military alliance of which the United States is the informal leader, to provide an official guarantee of renouncing Ukraine to join the organization, although no one is willing to do so for now, and therefore expand its own presence to the east. In recent days, several analysts have mentioned the long article published by Putin last July in which the Russian president spoke of the historic unity between Russians and Ukrainians and argued, in essence, that Ukraine belonged to Russia and that the formation of a Ukrainian national identity detached from Russia was to be considered an anti-Russia project. Russia has massed some 160,000 to 190,000 troops on border with Ukraine. Seems to be in line with what happened in Georgia in 2008. Has given ample time for talks to work. Announced pullback. Eight days later cyber attacks and then occupation of two provinces. On August 7, 2008 Russia invaded Georgia, violating international law and flouting the principles enshrined in the Helsinki Final Act, including sovereignty, territorial integrity, and the non-use of force. Coming a few months after the Bucharest summit, where NATO promised Georgia a seat at its table, it was a clear message that Moscow would not tolerate Georgia's Euro-Atlantic integration aspirations. Yet, rather than sanctioning Russia for this act of aggression, the West gave Russia a second chance and offered a reset in ties. This was a major error. Thirteen years on, 20% of Georgia remains occupied. Russia has not implemented crucial elements of the 2008 six-point ceasefire agreement, including withdrawing its forces to pre-conflict positions. Instead, Moscow has increased its political, economic and social influence in the occupied territories of South Ossetia and Abkhazia. The populations of both have become more isolated and susceptible to Russian disinformation and propaganda. The COVID pandemic reinforced this trend. Russia has also strengthened its military presence. Both territories have become large military bases that Moscow uses to project power across the region. Today, between 9,000 and 10,000 Russian soldiers are deployed. Furthermore, creeping annexation continues along the administrative boundary line, ABL. Georgian territory is being eked away CM by CM. This situation has also resulted in the ongoing arbitrary detention of Georgian citizens. For Russian own good, it needs to invade Ukraine. Russia will not give an impression to its allies that it has withdrawn on insistent U.S. and Western pressure. Theoretically and tactically, the Russian forces need just a few hours to be at battle stations. 
I still don't buy that hostile atmosphere has reduced. After four months of military buildup and millions spent on fuel, ordnance etc. Putin will not give up his Ukrainian objective. At the same time I do feel a sudden airborne assault is in the making. Objective is to hold on target area, till land forces meet up led by main battle tanks and mechanized infantry. India will have no impact, except for price escalation of fuel which may affect other items and services. As an Indian, I do not feel that we should tow the U.S. line. U.S. relationship with India is basically governed by its own interests. Russia too has deep strategic interests with China. Therefore, it would be wise not to take sides. As regards Ukraine by itself. If war is going to happen, that will be the first ever in the history of mankind, war against a country which has on its territory 15 nuclear reactors, which has 30,000 kilometers of gas and oil pipelines, full with gas and oil. If all these infrastructure is destroyed, there is no more Ukraine. But this is just one consequence. There is no more Central Europe and probably Western Europe would be affected, too. Author, Group Captain R.K. Das